live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios. I am joined once again by my beautiful fiance, Smokin' Nicole. And this week we want to welcome on our very special guest, Mr. Juan Lopez of Gurkha Cigars. Juan, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show. Thank you, my brother. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, good to be on. I, I follow you guys in your shows, and uh, you guys do a hell of a job, and you guys are great for the industry. And, and I made it my, my goal this year to try to be in as many of these forums as I possibly can, spreading the Gurkha word. Uh, and, and you started with the guys at KMA, then I went to Cigar Dojo. I figured you guys would be the perfect fit. And uh, so I went to you guys now, and I'm moving along and uh, just spreading the word. Yeah, well, thank you very much for the kind words, Juan. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, we, we're excited to have you on. Uh, there's, there's definitely some things we can get into um, you know, surrounding Gurkha. It's, um, it's not a brand we, we've talked a lot about on the show, but it's definitely a big brand. Uh, most cigar smokers have at least heard of Gurkha before, even if you haven't had a Gurkha cigar. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a pretty well-known brand. Um, so I don't, think it, I don't think many people will find it too new tonight, but they might learn something that they didn't, uh, which is always, uh, always a plus, and that's kind of what we shoot for, always trying to find something new. Yep. Um, I know you're not smoking. I know you were going to, but you've had a chaotic hour, uh, to say the least. Yeah, I'm literally in, in Arizona uh, working with my rep out here all week, and I go home back, go back home tomorrow. And uh, we had a, our last appointment. Literally, we, uh, we like literally got the order, gave hugs and kisses, hauled ass out. We got on the highway, a little bit of traffic. We had time. We're making a ride, and some lady just banged right into us. Oh. And I, I go, sure, I got to go, bro. So he's like, okay, let me get your insurance information, blah, blah, blah. So we did. And uh, and then I went, and, and I couldn't get into my Skype through my laptop. And my girl, my fiance is working out somewhere. She's like in the gym now. She just called me. Oh, dude. I go, don't, don't need it. I'm using my, my ref's uh, um, laptop. But I'm here. That's all that matters. We're here. We're talking. We're having a good time. And I wish I could smoke, but I'm inside the, inside the uh, hotel room. And there's a $250 that I really don't need to spend on, on stupidness because I, I only smoked five cigars today already. So yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this. You have a cigar in your hand. What would you have been smoking? Uh, today I was going to be smoking the Revenant. So the Revenants are one of our new offerings. Uh, we introduced it last year, so a PCA. Uh, we did this in conjunction with um, with Ram uh, Rodriguez from our El Artista. Mm -hmm. uh, we went down to the uh, Dominican Republic, and uh, I never knew – I knew I knew Ram for a long time, you know, going to Germany and the Germany shows, and I and know I know Ryan Newman well, the guy that runs this, this stuff here in in, uh, in the U.S. And uh, man, I went down there and we saw the amount of tobacco and how connected these guys are, and he made us a few blends, and we fell in love with the tobacco right away. So we got the Maduro that I would have been smoking. It's a San Andres. What we're doing on this one that's a little bit different. Uh, it's uh, a Cameroon uh, binder, which a lot of people don't use. So we went with the Cameroon binder, uh, Nicaraguan Dominican filler. Uh, the Maduro tends to be a little bit sweeter because uh, of San Andres. Uh, the other version of it, which is a yellow band, I don't have it here. Uh, I'm sure it's in the car in, the, in car stock in, uh, in the parking lot somewhere. Uh, it's got the Corojo wrapper, but same exact makeup on the cigar. So the, the Corojo tends to be a little more that uh, almost nutty uh, ton of flavor to it, which I, I enjoy. Uh, I think I call it more of mild to medium. But really, really good smoke, and then this tends to be on the sweeter side. Again, more in the mouth to medium. You know, retails for about eight bucks. We only make two sizes. We don't want to get too crazy. Uh, I keep telling people the humidors don't keep, get don't get any bigger, but the portfolios do for everybody, right? Absolutely. So 
So we so decided to go with, you know, just making two sizes on both on both wrappers, which is a Robusto and Toro 5x50, uh, 5x52 and a 6x54. The um what I I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know why I just stuttered there. Uh, I'm smoking the Gurkha Ghost Gold tonight. Yes, sir. Um, this cigar is really good, really fantastic. I have not had it before. I actually got this while I was in Vegas um, at, for TPE, and uh -huh. I actually happened to be with Abe Flores of PDR, okay. and he had pointed, and he goes, I make that. And I was like, oh, yes. really? And so <laughs> I grabbed it. I was like, wow, well, I, I got to try it. I mean, you know, um, since he pointed it out. So I, I grabbed it, but I actually never ended up smoking it, um, and it made its way home, and I knew you were coming on, so I was like, oh, well, this will be perfect. So uh, I am smoking this for the first time right here, right now, and I have to say this cigar is very good. Awesome, awesome draw. I love the size. The size is fantastic, and the wrapper on this. I mean, look isn't at that. that isn't that wrapper, like, gorgeous? <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing. I, I took it out of the cellophane, and I was like, wow. Didn't I say that to you? I'm yeah. like, look at that wrapper. I'm like, that is just – it's amazing. It's a showboat wrapper. Yeah. yeah. It, it truly, you know, it truly, truly is. And when we saw it done in DR with Abe, you know, Abe's are making a regular ghost, the silver label with the uh, the Brazilian Aripiraca wrapper for almost going on 10 years now. And uh, that's our number one selling cigar. Believe it or not, we sell close to one, one and a half million units of those a year wow. on the silver. And then these guys we introduced about two and a half, three years ago. But where, where I feel we failed was cigars great, wrappers beautiful, but we made the boxes black instead of making them gold, which it was, it looked, they looked too similar. So I was getting complaints from the retailers. They want them. My guys are getting boxes and confusing and this, that. So it took me a good year and a half to finally be able to get the box in gold. And that was a gold box. And when they put them together, it really sticks out in the humidor. And, uh, and that cigar, uh, we've been pushing the hell out of it here in the last, you know, seven to eight months to get, you know, better distribution on it. Because the thing is that the ghost guy, the guy that, that smokes ghost, uh, likes a lot of that smoke. The one thing that this this one doesn't do is it's it's not really smoky. The regular ghost, you guys will be smoking it right now. I won't be able to see you. And that's how we came up with the name. Funny enough, we came up with the name Ghost. Where we're sitting at Abe's factory and we're in his office, and we start smoking samples, and it's got really really smoky. And everybody knows what's really smoky. You know, the only cigar that really smokes a lot uh, is the Liga Privada. They're very infamous for that. Right. So we're we're literally we're literally looking looking at it, and and I go. Uh, and I go, man, it's, it looks like it's a ghost in here. And I was a Kaizad at that time. And he goes, I think I'll trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so exactly what he did. He trademarked it and we came out with it. And, um, you know, little by little, it's become our, our number one selling cigar. And then obviously followed by the Cellar Reserve 15, 18. Those, those are a monster for us. And then uh, all our infused stuff, which is the cognac bourbon and, uh, and um, got cognac and rum, and the rum abuelo. So that's what we were focusing a lot on then. As you guys know, we, we also got into the guys with um, a great co co collaboration with the guys at uh, Arganosa, uh, making the Nica series, the San Miguel, and the uh, Trenta, our 30th anniversary. And those are selling really well as well. But it's just the thing is, you know, when you underpackage something, we've always been known for packaging. You guys know this, it's not a secret to the industry. Mm -hmm. And we literally underpackage those three brands that are made in Arganosa because we focus more on the cigar itself, right? And they, they're selling well, but people to this day, I travel the whole United States, you know, and I'm, and I'm visiting accounts with the reps and they tell me the same thing, man, you guys should have packaged it the Gurkha way with this great cigar. It would, it does a lot better because people see it. Yeah. They smoke it. They love it, but they'll tend to go through to, to the ghost. They'll tend to go to the seller. 
because they're packaged a lot nicer, the Gurkha way kind of thing, right? Right. So like we're, we're working on trying to repackage some of that stuff so we can really develop the legs on those three brands, which are fantastic smokes. Um, I might have, I might need you to help me out here. I'm trying to remember the size on this. It's about, uh, it's a six, it's a six by 54. Yeah. I was going to say about six by 54. Um, yeah. yeah. Jay Davis in the, in the comments was asking about that. Yeah. A lot of smoke production. Great flavor. Really yeah. great flavor. It is. I, it's I, a mouthful. I, that, dude, that stick, that stick, it's, a. Uh, I've been running a promotion on it for like two months now. And Jay, make sure you have, uh, Ethan, Ethan, uh, hit you up. <laughs> To get you some, I'm doing like a, a buy four and one just to try to put them out on the, on the stores, you know, and get get distribution going, because people tend to fall in love with the other ghost that sells itself compared to this that you have to sell it. And since we really haven't been doing a lot of events, you know, it's hard to. We're not big advertisers. We don't we don't spend our you know two hundred thousand dollars in cigar aficionado and all that crazy shit. We just don't do that. Um, but uh, our our thing is doing events. So we average before COVID hit, we we're averaging anywhere from five hundred to six hundred events a year uh, around the nation. And that's how we got. We will get our word out on, the, you know, on the blends and the flavor, the profile, the cigars, and uh, we haven't been able to do that. But this year we're back on track. Where I'm hoping to do about 250. That's that's the goal this year. Nice, really awesome. Yeah. Nicole, what are you smoking? So I came ill prepared tonight, so <laughs> I I don't have a Gurkha, but I do. Um, I'm smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus, the Robusto number no. five. And so. that cigar can be found at twoguyscigars.com for 12.99. Per cigar or a box for two twenty nine ninety nine, and that's not once again at the number two guyscigars.com. I actually haven't had this one before; it's pretty good. And it's a good cigar. It's yep. a really good cigar. Um, so, one little back history for those who may not know who you are: um, How long have you been in the industry, and how long have you been with Garka? I like to people. I've been in the industry uh, forty five pounds and a lot less gray. <laughs> so I, I started uh i started with girk uh well, i started the cigar industry in uh in 96 with uh caribbean cigars which a lot of people don't even know that 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 company it was right during the boom uh caribbean uh went public went bankrupt the owner stole money uh and literally we went from like 12 reps 15 reps to two rep four reps then two of us got were left and uh, kevin doyle the owner of the company uh, literally sent us to Nashville and said, go ahead and find yourself jobs. I knew Seth Levine uh, from the Toronto family. And Seth hired me on the spot. And uh, as you guys know, you know, Carleen, Carleen Toronto passed uh, a few days back. And uh, yep. that old man is uh, one of my one of my idols. I always tell people that I've worked for, for Carlos Toronto. I worked for, for Rocky Patel for, for a stint for a year and a half. And I worked for, obviously, Kazai and Soria. And I, and I always say I learned integrity. Carlos Torano, the man of his word, a great guy. Uh, I learned I learned hard work from my mother, and obviously in the cigar business, Rocky Patel, the guy's the hardest working guy I know. And uh, and I learned I learned negotiating and and some of those things from Kaizad. He's a great negotiator when it comes. He takes me to the factories when when he was was involved with the company, negotiating you know a million a million you know cigar order you know this crazy stuff like that. And he's he's a beast at it. And uh, so yeah, so I started started with Caribbean, then I spent 12 years with Torano. Uh, Toronto, they moved to CAO, and uh, they wanted to move to Arizona, which I'm where I'm at right now. And I've just bought a home in Miami, like my dream home with my my, my ex-wife and, and kids and whatnot. And they offered me a job, and I had to move, and I literally rejected him. I said no, but uh, and uh, Rocky called me right away, and he's like, Juani, you come to Bonita, you're hired. Why don't you go train my my reps? Blah blah blah. So I did that for about a year and a half. It, it was a good fit. 
Um, but it just, I, I didn't see any growth due to the fact that so many family members are great at what they do, Nish, Nimish, uh, you know, guys like Dave Bullock, guys like that I respect. Uh, then I took a job with, with Gurkha. So with Gurkha, I started my first year when I, when I got there, I told guys, I go, listen, man, uh, give me, give me any, any accounts you haven't sold in the last year. And he gave me a list of his huge accounts. And, uh, my first year I sold $1.3 million. And, uh, the second best rep was Shauna Williams. That's now with Drew Estate. I think she sold like about 400,000. So like I, I tripled everybody else's sales as I'll sold everybody. And Gary Himes then comes into the company from CAO. And he says, what do you do here? I go, I sell cigars, man. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, I know who you are. You rejected me from the Java CAO. I'm like, you remember that? And I go, I go, yeah, I know it is what it is, man. It, it just wasn't a fit. And uh, he made he made me a VP of the company. And uh, I've been doing that now for 12 years with Gurkha. This is my 12th year, which is crazy. And uh, and the growth has been, uh, it's been a lot of fun to see the company grow. You know, gone from 600 retailers to about 1,800 now. Uh, gone from uh, you know selling you know three four million dollars retail to to uh, you know 26 27 million this past year, and uh, it's been a slow growth but slow and steady and uh, and we're focus we focus my focus and Gary's focus uh, and now Duke Colucci is the president I'm the VP uh, is uh, it was brick and mortar you know we 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 have the stigma of selling online to CI and everybody knows about it we get it uh, but when I got there it was 80 percent of our sales was CI. And 20% was brick and mortar. So now, now we flipped the script. And 12 years later, we're 75% is brick, brick and mortar, and 25% is, is uh, CI and, and some of the other catalog guys. But uh, so that's that's the, that was key for me because I I've always been a believer of I, I think that eventually the Cubans will come, and when they do come, if it might not be this year, it might not be in five years. If you're not set up in the, in the retail end uh, to have at least you know 25, 30 facings. They're going to start taking people out to fit those cigars in because the forbidden fruit is going to show up, right? Yeah. So I'm saying, if, if I could have 25 facing, they take 10 phases away, I could still be a 30 million dollar company and compete. And then the people eventually try the Cubans and realize they're overpaying for not really great cigars. So that was my mindset, and that's still my mindset. Yeah, no, I mean, that, you sound like you have quite an attack plan there, which is awesome. And you, and you know what? You bring up a really good point because uh, that is a reality. And as manufacturers, uh, you know, that is something that I'm sure you all think about is, you know, w w when the when the when the day comes and the embargo is over and you know, the Cubans come into the market, how does that affect the U.S. market, how it stands right now? And like you said, things are going to have to be taken off the shelf to make room for Habanos um, when that day comes. So you have to make sure that, you know, you, your business is pretty concrete and you have your um, you have your ducks in a row, so to speak, for when that day comes. Uh, so you can kind of weather that storm. And like you said, I think a lot of people will find those Cuban cigars and be like, oh, they're not that great. And I think there'll be an influx of people who just, oh, we can get them. And they all buy them and you're going to see a huge uptick. And then I think slowly over time, you're going to see it come down because people in this country are so used to brands like Gurkha and Drew Estate and Arturo Fuente that they can get here all the time. you know, And they're going to realize like, oh, this isn't as good as all the other stuff I already smoke. Um, I can tell and, it's gonna, and it's going to be double, double, triple the price in some cases. Because remember, they, they're going to have to pay S chip like everybody else, and that's going to raise the price. And they, they don't have enough production as it is right now to cover Europe or, and Asia. Yeah. So imagine when the biggest market in the world, which is U.S., opens up to them. What are they going to do then? You know, it's going to be, I think, even worse, worse uh, cigars. And, uh, and then the Europeans and those guys are going to go away because you know they're going to feed us first because you know we're. We're the U.S., you know, we're the biggest cigar market in the in the land, so in the, in the world. So, 
So yeah, that, that's always been my plan, man. I, I think eventually it'll come, but it's you know s- slow and steady, man. You know, stay in the course. Um, it's uh, there's a lot of and I, and I mentioned this in every interview that I do is uh, I've been doing this for 25 years, and and I say the last seven eight years has been the best time in the cigar industry because there's a lot of great cigars out there. There's very few dogs. Uh, there's a lot of great cigars. A lot of you know the boutique guys are doing a good job. Uh, you know we're, we're doing what we're doing. Then you got the big guys. You know, literally, you know, like, like Drew Estate. I love, I love JD and the guys out there, man. Those guys are out swagging everybody now. So like, we used to be the swag kings. Now we're like, we're like, we're like, <laughs> we're like, nope, not anymore. Not. So, so it's crazy stuff like that. But, uh, but you know, we, we we're staying, we're staying the core, staying in our lane, and and growing slow and steady. The um. So I have a there's a comment and then two questions and then we're gonna do our news segment. The first one is from Jay Davis who said that uh, Juan started with Caribbean cigars in 1493. Um, just, just as a factor. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one we'll probably get into later, but I'll, I'll you know it, it's here so I'll answer it now so it doesn't get forgotten. Uh, new cigar releases for the PCA. All right, for the PCA we're coming out with. Uh... It's uh, I, I cannot disclose on the on the uh, I tell you the factory is making is going to be a Flores. OK, uh, a Flores is going to be making something really special for us. Limited run. We're going to do we're going to go into the limited thing that everybody does now. You know, dab it off every other day or every other week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're going to do, you know, a 10 count box, uh, really, really special tobacco that that Abe is guaranteed. He has enough to make about one hundred fifty thousand a year for the next few years. And then we'll change it up and do something uh, different. Uh, so we're going to open it up to the top 250 stores, release it at the show, and then hold hold steady and feed those guys, those 250 stores, until we run out of that that cigar and, and that blend, and then re- relaunch it the following year and add an, and add an additional 100 stores, so make it 350. So keep it really limited, keep it great. Uh, price point is going to be a 10-count box, which I think is, is the future of the business. I think it's setting that way. Because everybody wants to go home with a box, and you know, and I, I think Placencia does the best. You know, they they have those armafuertes, which I enjoy and I love. And you can go in there and buy an armor a box of armafuertes for 200 bucks. You're paying 20 bucks a stick, but you're taking a box home. Well, you, if it's, if it would have been a 20 count box, it would have been 400 bucks. Not everybody could afford that. So we're we're heading in that direction of doing the 10 count boxes for the limited, and then we're re- revamping one of our old brands, uh, the Evil. Uh, we're gonna call it Pure Evil, and we're gonna revamp it. And I'm in, I'm in negotiations with two, with two different factories that I cannot tell you who they are, because uh, then, because I, I promise both we're gonna do it with them so far. <laughs> Hopefully they're not listening. That's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they are, but, but I can't disclose that. But I can tell you that there's gonna be two new, two new uh, additions to the portfolio. But as I go, I also, what I also do is, I, I start deducting from the portfolio. You know, the, like I said earlier, the humans don't get any bigger. Portfolios do. So stuff that I see that doesn't sell, I start weeding it away. And we let the and we let the retailer know. Listen, this stuff start getting rid of it. We're not going to continue to make it. It's not working for you. You've only bought 20 boxes a year. You should be buying. You know, you're, the rest of the stuff you're buying a couple hundred boxes doesn't make any sense. You know, take away production from the stuff that sells to to, to make a few guys happy because they do well with uh, with a Marquesa or stuff like that, right? So we we are getting a, a rid of a few brands that, that are going to go off the portfolio to add these two, and obviously the one the one limited one is uh, strictly to a couple hundred stores. You know, the first first run. Really exciting stuff. Um, and solid business plan. Yeah, solid. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, really yeah. well thought out and put together. Um, our next question, what is the best mild Gurkha cigar, and what has Gurkha done to fix their draw and construction issues? So before you answer that, 
I kind of wanted to bring this up. Um, <clears throat> there's a little bit of an elephant in the room. Some people will tell you, uh, if you go on social media and you're in like cigar groups and you see people talking, you have people that love Gurkha, and then you have people who really don't like Gurkha. Uh, and I feel like Gurkha's gotten a bad rap the last couple of years. Um, we're here a, to clear it up. Yeah, and we're Boom. here to clear the air. <laughs> um, you, but, you know, you seem to be a really great place, and you got some really good strategies. And, and the cigars we're smoking, this, this cigar is fantastic. If you ask me about this cigar, I'd be like, I think it's fucking awesome. So, um, awesome. And, I, and I'm sure you've heard those things before, but if you were to address that to those people that maybe question the brand, um, what is your well, what, I, what is your response to that? Man, it's uh, I get I get it I get it all the time, and uh, and I tell them I always ask my response is this: I ask a question, I, open, I ask an open-ended question, and my open-ended question is, when was the last time you smoked a Gurkha? Let's start with that, mm-hmm. and ninety percent of the time is seven years ago, ten years ago. So I go, and then what did you buy? Did you go brick and mortar? Did you go online? All online. So the difference, brick and mortar stuff, we control all of it. Some of the online stuff, it's it's uh it's uh, literally on um on a retainer slash um what's the word? I I, I say the word I, I just forgot it. Um, um we we get certain monies paid to us uh, royalties yeah. per se, right? And you yeah. know who we're talking about the, the big yeah. elephant in the room, which you know who that is CI obviously like everybody else knows, but a lot of the CI stuff we don't control. We just give them our our namesake to use in different brands. And most of the complaints that I get is always been, I would say 80% has been from some of the stuff online that they buy online, not the brick and mortar stuff. So I always tell people, listen, I, I support CI, they're cool people, they're great. They don't like me too much because I always mouth them a little bit because, you know, if uh, at the end of the day, I don't make any money on them. I make money on the brick and mortar. <laughs> and we're here to make money, right? <laughs> That's right. That's why everyone's so, in business. So, so exactly. So, so insane. So it's, you know, it's, I, I tell those people, you know, try the brick and mortar stuff. Try the stuff that we control in the factories that we work with, and we work with some great partners like, like you know, you know, A. Flores. We work with the Cuevases, awesome, awesome cigar family, great, great tobacco. Absolutely. Uh, we work with Artista. We're working with, uh, with obviously Arganosa. So we work with those guys who we feel have great cigars, great tobacco. ACC that does a lot of stuff for us. Uh, all their tobacco comes from AJ Fernandez. So I mean, it's it's all quality stuff. So I would say if if you haven't had it. Uh, in the last few years, try brick and mortar products, and I would guarantee you, it'll, it'll change your mind completely about Gurkha. And you're right; it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hate. I think it's a stigma. It's what it is to me. It's, it's more of a stigma than anything else. Right. That these guys, because right. I always ask them, when was the last time you smoked them? All five, six, seven, eight years ago. And did you buy it online? Yep. So they, it's a stigma about it. It's uh, it's uh, unfortunate. But listen, we're I always tell people we're 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 oh, we've been we've been gaining ground. Uh, for the last 12 years, and uh, we're on the up and up, and uh, you know, slow and steady. And uh, for those guys that that are hated, man, I, you know, listen, smoke. I smoke everything. I don't. I just don't smoke my stuff. I smoke every everybody's cigar because I love cigars. And uh, and give it a shot. You never know. You might find your next favorite one. You know, you ne- you never know. And there was a second part of that question, which was, mm-hmm. what is um, the best mild Gurkha cigar? But before you answer that. Jay Davis also said, hey, we were just talking about Gurkha today in our lounge and how they are making some really good cigars as of late. It's true. So Thanks, Jay. I appreciate you, buddy. You're, Jay's family. For, you know, I've known Jay for a long time. He runs a beautiful store in Dallas, and uh, he's uh, he's now the board member of everything because he's a smart man, and he's going to fix PCA, TAA, He's going to fix everything. He, he's going to fix it. He's going to be our next president of the United States, we hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – 
But Jay's a knowledgeable guy. He knows what he's doing. He only worries about his four walls, which I, I that's what I respect about him. He doesn't give a shit about anybody else's shit. He worries about his his product and his and his store, which is smart. Uh, in saying so, going back to the mile stuff, mile stuff, uh, the Royal Challenge and the Real. So the Royal Challenge we've had forever. It's uh, the beautiful leather box with the gold. Uh, it's got the gold beautiful band. We only making two sizes on that Robusto and Toro. That's what sells. We stopped making the other sizes. Uh, then we have the Real that's made by Cuevas, and that we have Robusto Toro and and uh, Torpedoes. And those are the two mild cigars that we focus on. We also have the 21 year, but it's a little bit on the pricier side. And also it's a, it's a, a perfecto preferido kind of shape. That's not for everybody that smokes mild. The mild guys usually go for parejos. They don't go, they don't get too sexy into like a preferido kind of shape. Those guys go more into the Habano and Maduros. So mild, I would say a real, look for the real, look for the uh, Royal Challenge. And uh, if you want to spend a little more money for a really great cigar, the 21 year is fantastic. Those are the three mile cigars we have. Yeah, definitely, so <clears throat> definitely a good variety. Um, but you know, and, and to kind of circle back, you know, yeah, Gurkha has been, um, they've been, they've been doing some really good things as of lately, and Thanks, it's n and it's yeah. nice to see the brand, you know, really flourishing. Because you know that's that's good for everybody. You know, a company does well, it's only good for the industry as a whole. It's a small industry as it is, so you don't Absolutely. really, you never want to look at a brand and, and kick them down. You know, you want to see them overcome any challenges that they have. Um, it seems to me like with Gurkha, you know, maybe there have been some some questions, comments, and concerns. Um, but you clearly know exactly where those are, and you've taken steps to to, to solve those problems as a brand. And, uh, you know, like you said, in, in switching from online and brick and mortar, kind of ba unbalancing the scale there, going the other way, um, that, that's a huge thing. Huge. Um, and, and, and I think that that's only going to continue to be better for you guys. And you, you guys already have a great grasp on that as it is. So just job well done to you guys. Um, Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have a great team that I, that, that I work that they work with me, uh, not for me. We work for one common goal is to be successful. And, uh, and we have a great leader in Jim Colucci. He's done a hell of a job. He's got a lot of experience from, from uh, the Altadas days. She mentions every freaking day. So it gets annoying as hell, but <laughs> I tell him all the time. He, he, he says that he created the, Ro, the, the Romeo and Juliet. I go, isn't Romeo and Juliet from 1875? Going back to what Jake said, I go, are you a vampire, sir? <laughs> 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 but I know he did put the uh, Romeos, um, you know, back in the in the mid-90s, uh, early 2000s, uh, became the number one selling cigar, overtook Macanudo. Now, you don't find Macanudo anywhere, but you see Romeos, you know, the, you see the growth in Romeo. You have AJ Fernandez and Rafa Nodal, you know, chipping in and guys like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, listen, it's a, it's a real small industry. Uh, it's a handshake, hugs, kisses. I, I it's funny because that's what I miss. I, tra I travel 200 plus days out of the year, and uh, and you know, it, it's and people are like, dude, how do you keep up your energy? I go, man, I, I love what I do. It's a lot of fun. It's still work. It's still work. At the end of the day, it's still work. But it's a lot of fun, and uh, and I just love meeting people and educating people on on our products. Absolutely, and you know, you definitely have the personality for it too. You're a fun Excellent. dude. Um, you really came alive I, I, on the I show. I don't even drink today because I drank too much. <laughs> today I'm drinking water. I'm hydrating. I got to get into more. <laughs> no, because I got I got to be so all weekend long. I'm I'm doing the uh, Black Smoke Miami. Yeah. And uh, and our boy Kennedy, you know, reached out to me and uh, and I appreciate him reaching out to me. He's got so many people coming. And he's like, I go, dude, I won't be there for Thursday, Friday events, but Saturday and Sunday I'll be all over it. So I know it's going to be a lot of uh, scotch and bourbon being uh, being uh, taken and drank and 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's got a headache from it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, we, we are going to hit our news segment really quickly. Um, our news segment this week brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. If you're not an ambassador, head over to McAuliffeCigars.com and sign up and become one today. You'll get your official ambassador coin and ambassador number. And while you're at it, check out the Ambassadors Facebook group where you can join in with other fellow ambassadors to talk all things McAuliffe. Um, as we kind of touched on earlier, uh, one of the, I would say the biggest news story of this week, uh, Carlos Taranio Sr. has passed away at the age of 78. Uh, the former president of the Taranio Family Cigar Company passed away peacefully in his home this month, February 2022, in Miami, Florida. He was 78 years old and um, was the third generation of the Taranio Tobacco Family. He is credited with bringing the Taranio Tobacco Family to new heights after relocating to the United States following the Cuban Revolution. Um, yeah, I, I, that's... Probably, like I said, the biggest news story of the week. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, I, being on social media and Facebook, a lot of tributes were going out to him, and um, you know, I, I think that was, that was that was a, that was a big deal. He was an amazing, amazing man. Uh, he will be dearly missed. Uh, he's he's just great people, man. Always had a smile on his face. Always in the office every day. Hard worker. Um, I learned a lot from him, and uh, we also we also lost another a sister of the leaf. You know. Uh, uh, Nena, Nena Mina, if in, uh, she owns a, a small shop in Baltimore. She passed also, I think it was last night. She was an amazing lady. Uh, may she rest okay. in peace as well. Oh, that's and, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, she, you know, she's a local retailer, small retailer, but everybody loved that lady. She had, again, energy in abundance. You go into her place, you feel like you're at home, and uh, she will be dearly missed as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it doesn't matter how big or how small the cigar lounge is. That's, that's the vibe you want. You go into a lounge, and if you feel like you're at home, that's you've already won. Um, I would say as, as a, as a shop owner, you know, that's, that's the vibe you want to set in a cigar shop. And so any, anyone who's done that just job well done. And that, and that, and that's really sad. And, you know, we'll dedicate the show to both of them in their memory tonight. Um, as, uh, you know, we, we always try to honor those who have passed and left us, um, you know, and, and left an impact on the industry, you know, which is, is now, now I got to tell you a little, a, a quick old man Toronto story. I, call, I always call the moment Carlene, right? Yeah, so absolutely. The so, so this is a good, this is like one of the vessels, and I said it a million times, because it's, it's one of those, like, I literally was in the company for two years, and uh, I come out to Arizona, and I take out one of the clients out to dinner, so I invite the client out to dinner, and he invites, like, six other people, and we go to the Ocean Club in Arizona. You see, mind you, ocean and desert, so you know it's going to be expensive. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so we get to the Ocean Club, back then you could smoke cigars, we're smoking our Toronto Exodus and whatnot, and we're smoking up. Oh, Juan, I got it. I'll order. He orders a seafood tower, orders a, like, you know, three, four tomahawks, because, you know, chopping on pieces and that. that, that. Dude, it, it was crazy. An hour and a half later, cognac. Okay, as long as the guy's cognac. Okay, Johnny Blue for me. Okay, why not? So I'm thinking, you know, he bought his people. He's paying. The bill comes and it sits right in the smack middle of the table. And I just look at it and I look at it and I go, fuck. <laughs> I go, fuck. And, uh, and so I, I pick it up, and as I pick up the bill, I go, thank you, Juani, the whole table. I'm like, yeah, no shit. So I open it up, <laughs> like, three grand, right? So I go, oh, how, how am I going to explain this to the Torano? So I get back. Uh, the customer did give me a nice order. So I get back to the office, and I go to Charlie and Carlene, and I go, hey, I need to talk to you guys. I had an issue. He goes, what happened? I go, listen, so I take out this customer, gave me a $20,000 order, which, you know, when you're selling $50, box, $50 boxes back then of Exodus, that's a lot of cigars. Right. Uh, and uh, But I took him out. I invited him to dinner. He bought the whole staff and his wife and shit. And then I go, oh, uh-oh. And I go, and I show him the receipt. He goes, 
yeah, we'll pay for 30% of it. The rest you cover with your commission that you make on it. And I go, I go, you know what? That's it. And he go, and he goes to me, uh, that's lesson learned. So I, I get up and I'm walking out of his office and he goes, Hey Lopez, you know what you do next time? Right. I go, what's that? He goes, take him to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that story from uh, Kaleen and uh, and we have meetings every Monday and then he had like a sleep apnea issue and he'll fall asleep in the middle of meetings and and I'll be talking to Charlie and the rest of the, the crew and, and we're talking and hanging out and he's talking business and whatnot and I go hey Chuck I think I think he I think he checked out he'll literally get up and go no I'm I'm wide awake I'm listening to everything I just gotta take a quick nap <laughs> he goes right back down. <laughs> He was a great man. He'll be dearly missed, man. And, uh, yeah, he was a true, true pioneer. Um, uh, definitely kept the name Taranio around. Uh, I was sorry to hear when, you know, when, when, when we saw the company, you know, almost on the 100th anniversary of the company, that was sad. But uh, his memory will definitely live on with, you know, all the stories and all the people that he touched and he met, you know, throughout throughout his journey. Absolutely. I like that story. Um, he, he, he absolutely will not be – he will not be forgotten and he will be uh... – it will be dearly missed, and, and folks who have stories such as yours that you shared, I, I'm sure those will continue to to uh, be shared uh, in, the, in the next few weeks as as he is remembered. Um, so again, we want to dedicate the the show to uh, to them tonight. Uh, yeah, and it's funny you, you tell that story, not really exactly the same way, but that's kind of what Carney does to me when we go out to dinner, because um, <laughs> like the first thing is he looks at the wine menu, and then he'll just be like, uh, "Can we get a bottle of blah 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 blah." Oh, absolutely, sir. I'll bring that right over. And then we're like drinking it. We're like, oh, this wine's really good. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's a, it's such and such from such and such winery, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like a four hundred dollar bottle of wine. And I just look at him like, you sound, you sound just like him, dude. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You <laughs> sound just like you describe it. You would describe it. That's so funny, dude. That's yeah. That's you. You know, Carney. You know, he's listen. His his true talent is not selling cigars. You know, he's a great chef, and he knows it. And the guy's a beast on the grill, and he's a good, good dude, and he's gonna be an amazing dad, man. I'm looking forward to see his little girl grow and see him flourish into a, to an amazing dad. Yeah, we uh, we were telling Juan before the show he wanted to be here with us tonight, really, really bad, but uh, he he is a dad now, and that is the job that comes first now. So he he is on baby duty tonight with Autumn, so he he cannot be here tonight. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll be back soon and, and you guys will, you guys will get to catch up soon too. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see him. I'll see him at TA in a few months. I know we, we talked about it over, over text. Like, oh, I'll see you catch up. We'll catch up in March. It'll be cool. It'll be awesome to see him again. Yeah. Hopefully you can get him to cook for you too. No, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do what we normally do at TA. We'll, we go around to all the rooms and knock on people's doors to see if they got any booze left. Cause we ran out. Times we've done it a few times and it's like, He's like, hey, I go, Carney, we ready? He goes, oh, we're doing it again? Ah, you know, we've done it like twice, I think, as it's been. And it's funny because we literally, some of my reps will open up, his reps will open up, we'll take their beer from their fridge, whatever they have, we will take. And him and I will go hang out, smoke a cigar, and shoot the shit, you know. Those are the Carney moments, man. Dude, th- that I definitely believe because Carney drinks a lot. And um, <laughs> it's not that he gets sloshed either. He's a big boy, so, I mean, he can put yeah, it away. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it, it takes a lot for him, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, it's, it, I, I totally just see him just going, knocking on the door, and be like, "Excuse me, hey, John Carney, do you guys happen to have any more wine, maybe hanging around? <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, one, look, we got one. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's awesome. That is a true statement right there, man. Um, awesome. couple of questions from the chat room. Uh, first question: What is the best Gurkha to smoke with great hints and notes? With what? With great hints and notes. 
Oh uh, man, it's you know, that's the thing about us. So we we have our portfolio, and we use so many different tobaccos from different different farms and factories that it all depends on your palate. You know, I, I, the best for me, my favorite Gurkha uh, is uh, the Cellar 18 Year. I love that cigar. Uh, I'm a big fan of the New Revenant, like I was saying, the Corojo. That's a great one. Um, and those are those are my real go-to's all the time. And now I help blend a few of cigars early in the process, about five six years ago. The Havana Classic, which I called the Poor Man's Padron, because it had the same makeup as a Padron, uh, but obviously it wasn't Padron, yeah, because Padron's Padron, right? Right. That's, oh, that's my favorite cigar. So <laughs> it is what it is. There's no secret in the industry. That's what I smoke when I smoke Gurkha and, and some of the other stuff. But uh, yeah, the, uh, anything on the sellers are fantastic. Uh, anything you know in Nicaragua, the Arganosa in Nicaragua series, man, that thing's a, a, a spice bomb, ton of character, uh, real, real smooth. That's a really good cigar. I uh, love that smoke. So we got so many. It, it all depends. I mean, I always tell people this: when you smoke a cigar, you got to smoke it twice because the, your your how your day has been, how what you ate, your attitude, man, that all has to do with what the, what you're gonna pick up on some cigars. You're, it, it's it's you got to try it twice. I always try everything twice when it comes to cigars at all times because it does make a difference what you eat, your attitude, shitty day, good day. Um, you know, if you smoke ten cigars, you know I, I found myself now going from medium to full, which is what I like to smoke, to mild in, in the evening because my palate's done, dude. And when I'm on the road, I'm smoking six, seven, eight cigars a day. When I'm in the office, I smoke maybe two on um, the weekends. I smoke, you know, one one on Saturday, one on Sunday, because I get smoked out. You smoke, you can only smoke so much, right? And uh, then I see these guys, you know, I got some of my reps that smoke ten cigars a day. I'm like, dude, you guys are beasts. You guys, you guys, you guys are definitely not getting any any samples to pick up any blends or any any because your your palates are shut, dude. These guys like smoke so much, it's overwhelming. But but yeah, any anything on the cellar, cellar reserve, uh, 18. It's got a Corojo wrapper on it. It's fantastic. The Arganosa Nicaragua series. Um, if you can find the Havana Classics, those are fun, those are great smokes. San Andres on Nicaragua. Uh, the Heritage. Uh, it's another good one made at ACC. Got Ecuadorian Habano. We have a, a, a Brazilian Aripiraca Maduro. So those will be the ones that I, that I go to that you pick up a lot of a lot of flavor profile on that. Is the Blendmasters cast still in production? No. So but, uh, that that we 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 sent to uh, we we call it we call it uh, I call it a few things, but I call it uh, CI. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. It just does, it didn't sell for us, and uh, and uh, I think where we failed on that that was a great blend. So that blend was a seller reserve with a seduction wrapper, okay? And it made for a really good blend. Where we made the mistake, and we never fixed it, was we made it, we sold them in 50 and 100 count boxes. Uh, so, uh. yeah, so you know how it is at retailers. When they don't see stuff moving fast enough in, in those kind of counts, they feel they're not moving, so they give up on it. The cigar was good, but again, the humidors don't get any bigger, portfolios do, and uh, every now and then you gotta you gotta move on and, and create something you know something better or, or something that does sell, and, and that wasn't doing well for us, so we, we moved on. Now there's another cigar that Gurkha's uh, mm. been very well known for. Um, you might be able to figure this out as I as I get into it here. Um, quick Google search on the interwebs. What's the most what's the most expensive cigar in the world? Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it still is held by Gurkha. Oh. Um, and it is the <laughs> the Royal Courtesan cigar uh, oh. that is covered in gold. Uh, and if I remember correctly. It's also aged in cognac barrels. No, not that one. So, so dude, there's so many. Okay, so what what happens is this, dude? 
we we for like four years in a row when Eddie Guerra, that's now the marketing guy at Davidoff, you know Eddie, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Eddie Guerra and I would sit in his office and just shoot the shit. So every April Fools, we would come out with stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so one year was for a million dollars, you come on the on the Gurkha yacht for a week, uh, champagne champagne uh, jacuzzi, uh, 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 tobacco oils for your massages. Five star, you know, five star restaurant, Shedda, all that bullshit. So we did it every year. One of the years, we 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 said we're gonna make make a million dollar cigar. We're gonna say a million dollar, and we and we always brought the video out. We did a video and everything on the on the first of April. So so when you read into it, it says one of it says cigar tobacco is grown in the Himalayas. No way, no how. The the <laughs> water the water that's being fed to the to the soil is Fiji water. <laughs> no way, no how. The 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 rollers are all blind. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's like we're coming up with some stupid ass shit that <laughs> believe it or not, a lot of of a uh, of a uh, media avenues took it. And in Europe, man, I was in Europe for for I did a twenty eight day trip in Europe all throughout Germany, Switzerland, Italy, all that. I got that question so many times. Hey, you, did you bring the million dollars cigar? I go. So I have to explain this to these people over and over and over that it was a big April Fool's, Fool's joke. But we, I do tell you one thing: we do sell anywhere from ten to fifteen boxes of the HMR. That's a thirty thousand dollar box. Uh, we do sell. We I think we have one left of the Maharaja. Uh, and then he he did do a a a, a um, uh, Kaiser did a long before my time. It was like a camel bone. Uh, humidor with black dragons in it that he sold for like a hundred grand or some shit like that. Uh, and he, it's, it's funny because when you meet Kaiser, you realize that this guy just like surprises you with shit. Like, he knows people that, I mean, he knows rappers. I'm like, what the fuck do you know about rappers? Dude? So he'll call, he like, yeah, hey, I met Jay Z, and it, and it was, and it was, it was literally, it wasn't Jay Z, it was uh, Nas, you know, because he doesn't know any better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh wow, I met, I met this guy. I go, dude, you don't know their names. He goes, yeah, I don't know shit about rap, man. You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> he, dude, he's got, he's got, you know, these cheeks and shit that he knows these guys that have a lot of money and and they they buy in. I know Matthew McConaughey, Tom Cruise. Those guys all bought when they had kids. They their their handlers called the office and bought boxes of HMRs and stuff like that. It's it's pretty crazy that people actually spend that kind of money. Uh, just like like they, the whole infused thing. I always tell people it sells really. Our, our flagship is the Grand Reserve, right? Grand Reserve is infused with uh, with Remy, and we sell about six hundred eighty thousand dollars cigars a year. Okay, and that's our flagship. That's what we started with in in, in Gurkha in, in eighty nine. That's I, I smoke it maybe three times because I'd rather drink and smoke my cigar. There's guys that like the infused stuff. It's not my cup of tea. I'd rather have my scotch, my bourbon, whatever I'm drinking, and smoke a cigar on 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 flavored. It's just like when I, when I, JD came out with the acid, uh, when he had what La Vieja Havana, that's all he really had. Then he came out with the acid, hits a home run with it. And I go, JD, I love you, bro, but that's just not my thing, dude. I don't I don't smoke the blondies or Cuba Cubas and all that stuff. But now the Liga came out. That's great. You know, they, they came out with other stuff, you know, uh, uh, Esteli, Herrera stuff, you know. But I'm not an infused guy. And and I never, you don't know, never see me. I'll sit in sales meetings with big accounts, big customers. And they'll never, you, man, you never push the, the, the infuse. I go, man, I don't smoke it. But it sells well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, it sells well. And all you have to do with that is it's an impulse buy. Since they're in a tube, you put that next to your cash register. It's already humidified because it's got the juice in it. Yeah. You open one up and you and and it works every time. You put a little sticker that says "Open and Smell." Do you get guys grabbing two, three at a time? It's an impulse buy. And in the, during the holidays, I could never keep them in stock. The holidays we sell hundreds, and hundreds of boxes of that stuff. It's crazy. 
Yeah, that's that's insane. And, you know, especially with the uh, the threat. You know, right now one of the big things like with FDA is flavored cigars, and obviously you know those would be kind of at the forefront. You know, what is uh, if you have one, what is your kind of your strategy to combat that? You know, when the day if if the day was to if, come. If it, well, you know, it's happened already in mass, and there's a, there's a few states that already don't allow uh, flavored cigars to be sold. But but I my idea, which I know is it's not gonna freaking happen. My idea would be sell it as a kit, five cigars at a time, oh. inside the tube, put a small little bottle of cognac with a, with a, with an injector, <laughs> with, a, with a syringe. Yep. Do it yourself at home, dude. That's true. I actually like that idea. It's true. You know, I mean, I, I, I know it's going to be tough because of the alcohol in it and, what, you know, inside the packet. I'm sure it's a whole other bottle of wax I don't want, I'm not going to want to open up. But that's what I would do. I mean, if I was Drew Estate with acid, Dude, I mean, that's a $60 million brand. Yeah. What are they going to do with that? I mean, listen, the, the, I always tell people this. They, they're they Swisher. Although they're against everything else, Swisher, you know, they're, they're against the whole bullshit. I get it. But they know they have that baby in, in, their, in their crib. They're going to take care of the baby as long as possible. And what does Swisher have? Large pockets. So we're, I think we're safe for a while. Uh, uh, and again, during all this coronavirus shit that's going on, let them stay busy, do, you know, taking, taking advantage of all that bullshit. Let us sell cigars. Let us do what we do. It's true. Absolutely. Well, very well said and interesting idea. Uh, I think you should do that idea anyway, to be honest, because uh, there's a whole market of people who uh, they brew their own beer and they, you know, they age their own things and people love that stuff. Yeah, people would get a kick out of that. Even if that wasn't like because they had to do it, like people would just still find that so fascinating. Like, oh, my God, like they'd get all excited for it. I saw someone in a group and. I mean, I I briefly glanced going through my feed, but they like infused it with cereal. Side note, they they were putting cigars in a whole like jar, like mason jar filled. Okay, yeah, anyway, I, I don't know, but I see a few stores that they do that. They do like, those big mason jars, and they put like cedar with holes, and they put like Jack Daniels in the bottom, yep. and they throw the cigars in there. They lock them up for thirty days. It is gonna get it, but our infusion is a little bit different. We actually spray the tobacco, and then we put a full shot into every cigar. So we're a little bit different. A little more concentration. Yeah. Absolutely. Say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Makes it very different. Um, next week is the Great Smoke down in Florida in West Palm Beach. Uh, yep. Are you going to be there? Is anyone from Gurkha going to be there? But if I'm not there, Abe will never forgive me, man. I love that <laughs> guy. Well, well the first thing he said, are you coming, right? I go, dude. <laughs> That's been marked in my calendar for since two years. Ago. The last one we had before the uh, – uh, the, the thing he did on uh, virtual last year, which was pretty cool, but it's just not the same. So we're, uh, we're really excited, looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to be focusing on, on the cigar that we told it. We're going to be focusing on the Revenant. That's what we're going to be giving away. Yep. And uh, I think it's going to get into, you know, at least 1,300 people's hands there. And then all the other guys that bought online, they're going to get it as well. So we're truly excited. I love that event. I, and I get to catch up with some of my boys that I haven't seen because not everybody's traveling, you know. So right. I haven't seen all these guys in such a long time. I just can't wait to see, you know, the, the whole family get together again. Well, we'll be down there as well, yep. so we will run into you and we'll see you. Sure um, you will. Really excited about that event. We just wanted to plug that really quickly, the Great Smoke. And we'll have content. We actually have a special show next week, just aside to talk yes, about it. Yes, we do. It is not going to be on Thursday for those of you listening. It's going to be on Friday, and we have a special guest. Um, we're not going to mention, but. It's a surprise. A surprise you guys, you guys will be You guys will be down in South Florida on Friday already? Oh, yeah, we're doing uh, Thursday to Monday. Yeah. So we'll be down. So. Well, we'll be I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll have a cocktail or two. Oh, absolutely. We'd love to. <laughs> yeah, we'll be down in Miami after the Great Smoke, and then we'll fly home from Miami. But 
Um, so it's 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 going to be a great week. We're really excited to escape from the cold up here in Boston. Yep. <laughs> it's just we're uh, looking forward to. Even it. Even though it, actually sure. it was warm today, it was 62 degrees today, so it was actually like a little full spring. Uh, but regardless, then, getting, then, getting then away. Gonna, then you're going to get eight, eight inches uh, next week. Probably. <laughs> well, that's what happened yeah. was at TPE where the snow was coming in on the day we were supposed to fly home. And it was like people were either leaving early or waiting it out. And I'm like, well, I'm going to wait it out because I don't want to leave the show early. I came all the way out here to, to do <laughs> stuff. So we ended, up st- we ended up staying out there for an extra day. Uh, and the airline just rescheduled our flight. And, uh, yeah, we, we hung out in Vegas in the sunshine and the sand while everyone was shoveling out back home. So it, it definitely works. <laughs> yeah, Vegas is, especially that time of year in Vegas right now is beautiful. Out here in Arizona, it's so beautiful out here. I always come out in February and in May. Then I don't come back. <laughs> yeah, it just gets too hot in the summer. Like, oh, dude, it gets like 120 degrees. I feel like a, like a chicken nugget under a lamp. <laughs> oh, I know. The moment you walk outside, you're just burnt already. It hits you like a wall. Yeah. Um, we are getting down towards the the last few minutes of the show as we as we close in on the uh, on the hour of the show. Um, you know, one we talked about a lot of things tonight. We covered a lot of ground. Um, anything that we didn't cover uh, that Gurkha maybe has going on, or anything that Gurkha, you know, whatever you want to uh, you know speak on behalf of, um, I'd love to give you that opportunity right now. Yeah, I mean, man, I I think we pretty much covered you know product wise, company wise, what we're doing, where we're going. Um, there's, you know, um, there's really not much else to really add. I mean, I, I know, you know, the whole thing when, you know, people talk about Kaizad, the owner, he's, he's, he's no longer in the payroll. We've been trying to sell the company for those who want to know. Uh, and I always, you know, I'm, 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 I'm like Abe says, one, he's a straight shooter and, uh, you know, he's, he's doing other things, you know, listen, in the last five years, anyway, four years, Jim Colucci and I have been running the company for Gurkha and, uh, he's, he's really hasn't been involved. Uh, we do miss him in the packaging side because he's a packaging king. Uh, but but uh, again, man, it's, it's it, it was a it was a mistake, a mistake made, and uh, you know you roll with it and uh, we continue to move forward. And and I'm just happy that a lot of those people that were complaining and you know and and when, in a true sense of the word, it, it, I get it. I, I get it because uh, for a long time I've always said, listen, when you're an owner of any company, you don't talk religion, race. Um, and um, and uh, th- that's you don't talk about that shit, man. You just don't. You talk about your product and you talk about your family, and that's it. And you leave it there. But mistake was made. Uh, I'm sure he learned from it, and uh, we move forward. Absolutely well said. Um, I I wasn't even thinking about that, but you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, just kind of clear the air on that situation. Um, you know, but I but I think that in the last year or so, you guys have definitely. You've definitely moved away from all that, and you've you've moved away from any kind of negativity that was thrown towards Gurkha. Gurkha is a brand that is really back up on the rise again, and you see guys really seem to be doing such a great job. Uh, I know you've added some other addition. Uh, you've made some ad- other additions to the team. Um, mm-hmm. You guys just brought yeah, I added, added my buddy Willie, Willie Morante on board. Uh, I lost, you know, I lost uh, a lot of people. Know Christina Santana was with me at Gurkha for 12 years, and uh, she was. Was my second mom. That was a tough loss for me, at, in, personally, uh, not just professionally. And she we dearly miss. I actually named the uh, Salesperson of the Year trophy after her moving forward. So it's now the Christina Santana Salesperson of the Year trophy, and uh, she's dearly missed every single day. And uh, and Willie's a great guy. You know, I I I know what he brings to the table. Uh, now he just got he has to go and go full throttle. You know, now you're you're dealing with a company that you can make some money. It's a company you could you could build with. And, 
and we move forward. Absolutely, and you guys are doing a great job at that. Um, a couple of things we wanted to bring up before the end of the show. Uh, once again, you know, we will be you know live from West Palm Beach next Friday, um, not Thursday next week. So just so everyone doesn't forget and you're aware, it's next Friday, not Thursday. We'll be live on location in SoFlo, as they call it. Um, some do. Okay. Some do. <laughs> Whatever. We'll be down in South Florida. Well, Palm Beach is really not. Palm Beach is so South Florida, but it's really not South Florida. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will be in South. We will be in Miami eventually. I lived in Miami. <laughs> I, I, I moved to Coral Springs so I could be eight minutes from my office, right? Which it's the heaven sent thing I did, right? Yeah. But from my house to 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 uh, Palm Beach is still another fifty minute an hour ride. <laughs> Coral Springs that's an hour from Miami. So you're really in Palm Beach. You're an hour and forty minutes. Uh, from from Miami, from the action where the action is, but again, but you got, I mean, listen, Palm Beach is a beautiful town, beautiful town. Abe does a hell of a job. Uh, his stores are beautiful, and uh, it's always a good time with that dude. That guy's an amazing guy, man. And you guys actually lent your warehouse space to them last year, which was amazing. I know. Yes, that. absolutely. Yeah, we we did, and then we did when they did that thing this year with the uh, the twenty five cigars. You know, we put we did that for them as well. You know, with that with our connections in in uh, in China to put it together. And yep. Abe thanks us on the show, which I, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, but we work close with Abe. He's a good guy, and uh, he's he's doing a hell of a job, man. Great business, man. Great one business, the, man. One of the best. We love Abe yep. to death, and we can't wait to see him next week. Um, so we will be down there as as you will be as well. So, sir, if I, I keep keep an eye on that um, on that on social media. If you're not going, uh, hopefully you got tickets to go. But if not, uh, there will be plenty for you guys to check out online, um, and then. Uh, spare notes, actually. Uh, I was talking with Coop about this today. Um, there won't be a spare notes this week because uh, he is down in the Dominican for Pro Cigar. So we won't be able to do that this week. Next weekend, we'll be all down doing the great smoke and all that. So there won't be a spare notes then. So spare notes is actually not going to return for three weeks, um, just so everyone knows, because of just scheduling uh, conflicts between myself and Coop. Um, but I feel like there will be a lot to talk about on that show. It w- uh, that, sure. will, that will probably be the first episode. Uh, the, that show is a little longer because, you know, Coop and I really go more in depth. So that's like a two hour, a little over two hour show. I, I think we might actually hit Cigar Coop primetime numbers with that. We might go three and a half hours because there will be so much to catch up on, uh, which, you know, Coop's you know, Coop, he's Coop, used to that. Hey, Coop, if you let Coop, you'll be on there for 24 hours, bro. Like, that man, that man's got, that, guy, that guy's got. So much information in that head of his. And if you <laughs> he, haven't catched. He is a beast. I don't know how he does it, dude. It's crazy. He doesn't for, sleep. No. And for those of you who haven't watched that show, essentially that show is what's Coop's beef of the week. So it's a show with Matt and Coop that is just Coop ranting. For well, the it's not part. all Coop's beef of the week. I mean, some it's of it's your beef of the week. It's, too. it's a little bit of my <laughs> beef of the week. It's the hot topics that didn't get discussed. And then like 50% of it is. All right, Coop, what's got you going this week? And you can just tell because as soon as I bring it up, he starts to shift his weight in his chair because he knows, all right, it's my time to shine. Yeah, okay. You know, I wanted to bring this up, and I'm like, here we go. And he just goes in right into it, and uh, I love it because, he, he, you know, he has so much passion for it too. And I, and I, and, and everything he brings up too is usually a, an interesting topic or an important topic or something that really does, you know, need to be talked about or addressed or mentioned. Um, so it's never a dull moment too. What he does bring to the table, I know I joke with him, but I, I love him to death. What he does bring up is usually really good. So it's always exciting to see what he has that week on that show. Uh, cause it really can set a real dynamic for that episode. Um, which, with just that part of it too. So 
again, love Coop, love working with him. Uh, but we, it'll be a couple weeks till we're, we're together again, virtually, uh, at least. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And then we're not really getting too official with anything, but we are just going to throw the, uh, the teases out there for the, uh, the second annual Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser that we will be running. Um, we are still trying to finish some of the more um, logistical yeah. parts of that program, uh, which we're, we're working on with, with the Fuentes and, and everyone over at the charity um, to, to just try to get a couple of things sorted out. So bear with us. When we have all that finalized, we will put out an official announcement with all of the, the breakdown of everything that's going to happen, everything that's going to be in there. Um, I can tell you, I can see some of the things that will be raffled off. There will be some stuff from uh, Pete Johnson, Matt Booth, uh, the Fuente family, the Newman family, uh, the McAuliffe family, Drew Estate, LaFleur Dominicana. Uh, I think John, um, I don't want to say yet because I don't want to give it away, but John has something very interesting that uh, LaFleur Dominicana will be putting into the raffle. Uh, in addition to uh, a box of cigars that I believe will be signed by Lito Gomez, uh, there is going to be how do I say this without really giving it away? I think I think you would say it's a trip, and I'm going to leave it at that. There is there is a there is a there is a trip, so to speak, that's part of that, and that's all I can say uh, that will be wrapped. And we are trying to outdo prizes from last year as well as beat our goal. So last year we were able to raise seven thousand dollars, so we're out to beat that number this year. Boom. Yes. So yes. we're really excited about that. We're really proud of what we did last year. Um, so. Again, thank you to everyone who participated, and uh, we hope you're ready for this year because it's going to be even better. So, uh, Juan, again, thank you. Sorry, there's a lot of stuff at the <laughs> end there that we, we just had to kind of get out. Okay. It's a busy couple of weeks coming up, so I had to make sure I get it all out. Uh, but, no, Juan, really, thank you for coming on. It was awesome. Uh, I know that just getting to do the show um, was, like you said, just kind of a mess. You get into an accident. You're trying to scramble. You're trying to get everything logged in. You deserve a cigar. Yeah, you do. Uh, you do. I'm about to go, go outside and hit, light one up right now. You need some one time. Just turn off your phone and just go enjoy yourself. Yeah, all nah, right? that, hey, that, that doesn't happen, brother. <laughs> one, one, I think one time is when I die, man. <laughs> one time. But hey, listen, thank you guys for having me. You guys do a hell of a job. And I uh, look forward to seeing you guys uh, down at Abe's, uh, Abe's Function and uh, – and that's going to be a great time. You guys are going to love it if you've never been before. But if you have, you know, you already know what it is. But but uh, thanks for having me. And, yeah, whenever you want me on board, man, I'm here. I'm usually at home, 90, not, not all the time, but I usually don't do it from hotel rooms or whatnot. Uh, but, but, uh, but again, sorry for a little bit of the delay and getting the Skype and all that crap. And, you know, it is what it is. No, no but worries. Thank we, you we, for we, having we... me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We appreciate you sticking it out and still, and still making it on because uh... – I, I would have understood if you're like, hey man, I we just got I just got smashed on the highway, and I would have been like, hey, I get it. But no, you made it. That was awesome. So thank you, and uh, we'd we'd love to have you on again. So we'll we'll see you again on the show in the future, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Head over to smokingtobacco.com for more news and information, and we'll see you next week live from West Palm Beach. Take care. Bye everyone. Take care. Have a good night. Take care.